When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wildcats podcast, fortunate enough to be joined by the head beat for ASU Sun Devils, Mr. Anthony Totri. Hello, Totri. How are you, man? Dude, not too bad, bro. Anything going on this week? Any games? Anything that we should uh, know about? Um, yeah, I know softball's got the Littlewood Classic this week. Uh, hockey, I'm sure they've got some stuff going on this weekend. But other than that, man, I can't think of anything uh, right. uh, too crazy going on. All right, everybody on here, just so you know, Totri, like I said, go at Totri all you want for his takes. Totri is a good dude. Be nice to Totri. Uh, because if you're not nice to Totri, then you're not being nice to me. Remember that. All right, now let's talk a little Arizona ASU, and then we're going to get to just kind of the programs as a whole. But okay. uh, Arizona basketball taking on ASU. Um, where are you at with Bobby Hurley right now? Are you uh are you with the Kyle Dodd people that want Hurley here for the eternity, or are you ready to move on? In all honesty, man, it took me a while to get to to this point because we've had Bobby on the show a number of times. Um, I think probably more than anybody not named Jalen Conyers, right? And right. he's always been great on the show. He's a great person. Uh, I think he's a great basketball mind, but. I think we've gotten to the point from an ASU fan perspective that it is officially time to to try something new because for me, it's it's been a this is the best that Arizona State is ever going to do, right? This is the right. best that the Sun Devils are ever going to do at the coaching position with Bobby Hurley. I just I just think that's a, a lazy take. I, I think that if you're an ASU fan, you should be shooting for more. Um, and, and you obviously wish Bobby the best, but I, I think it is time for for a change of scenery, not just for Arizona State, but for for Bobby as well, I think it's probably ready for him to to move on and try accomplishing something new uh, with a different program. All right, here's what I don't understand about ASU hoops. I've always felt that ASU hoops should be able to win games, but because yeah. I mean you're you're in Phoenix, you got things going for you. Um, you know, local talent base. Watching Bobby Hurley though, and I'm older than Totree, but Bobby Hurley was one of the smartest players that I have ever seen play basketball. When I watch ASU, it just feels like it's five guys just going out there like you, me, and we're picking up Shane and we're doing a rec league game. It doesn't feel like there's any kind of synergy, any kind of idea about what's going on. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It feels like 
it is LA fitness basketball at its finest. It's a lot of guys that are going in the gym uh, and and they're playing one-on-one ball and they're playing to their strengths and they're not really playing as a, as a unit and a team. They went on a little bit of a win streak uh, at a certain point in conference play to kick things off. And they started to look like an actual team, but for the majority of the season, it's looked like a bunch of talented potential filled transfers um, that are playing one-on-one basketball. And, And, you know, maybe that's what you're getting with, with, at least the way that Bobby has started to recruit the transfer portal and the way that he started to run that offense. You know, Bobby, Bobby, he's got these guys on a little bit of a longer leash. They're allowed to to kind of do as they please offensively. Um, and, and I think it's a little bit more of a challenging situation when you do have so many new guys coming in year in and year out to just allow them to kind of take the shots that they want without really any repercussions. Totri, are you predicting an Arizona State victory over Arizona on Saturday? Come on, you like Ryle, you like stirring the pot a little bit. I love you... stirring the pot, man. I love stirring the pot. Look, I think that if this team comes out and plays the way that they have played against teams like Colorado the first go around or the way they played against Utah, there is definitely talent on this team within that starting five to give Arizona a run for the money. And I think it, it, one thing that you got to consider is it's a rivalry game, right? You, you got to kind of throw away everything you think you know about these teams. Obviously, we know Arizona's in the the AP top 25, right? But how many AP top, top 25 top teams 10. lose top 10? There you go. They lose night in, night out, right? What, Kansas just got beat by 20 right. by Texas Tech the other night. So a- anything can happen. Um, am I predicting Arizona State to win? You are. You're predicting it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Come on, Totri. Come on. We've never known you to be- run away from a, a hot take. Come on. We got you. Look, man, I, I think this team, they are certainly capable. They are certainly capable of taking down Arizona. Will they do it? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put my money on it. And yes, I was remiss top five, Anthony Totri. That is there you me. go. There you go. There right. you go. Sorry, I'm bad with numbers. You know, it's that ASU education, remember? Oh, I get it. I get it. Trust me, we'll hold it against you. <laughs> Now, I will ask you this, Totri. Um, Arizona State going on going on to the Big 12. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that be first first and foremost? And then we'll get to some other stuff. Are we talking, are we talking just from a, a basketball perspective? Just from an athletic we... perspective, getting out of the Pac 12, going to the Big 12. You know, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. I think it's it's fresh, not just for the programs, but for the fans as well. Um, I, I'm so, so excited. And I think with the way that Kenny Dillingham specifically on the football side of things has started to recruit, um, in the, the way that the coaching staff has gone about their business as of late, I, I think Arizona state can be a sleeper in the big 12, maybe not in, in year one, but I love, love what they're doing in that class of 2025. Um, and what we've seen from this transfer portal, uh, recruiting, I, I certainly, certainly think Arizona state can make some noise in the big 12. Don't you feel that you owe a little bit of a thanks to Arizona, though, for getting into the Big 12, Anthony Totri? I don't think – I don't think – Come on, Arizona, come on, Anthony. It's okay. I don't, come think on, so. I don't think so. And you know why? Because I don't think they were ever going to leave without each other. I don't think that the Arizona Wildcats were going to pull the trigger without Arizona State. Obviously, that that whole situation that transpired with Robert Robbins dragging Michael Crow, everything that everybody heard. Uh, everything that I heard was that these two were linked at the hip and they weren't going anywhere without each other. Uh, so as much as Arizona kind of wants to to take the the credit for dragging Arizona State to the Big 12, uh, I, I think that's more of Michael Crow in the Arizona Board of Regents kind of letting Arizona have their their moment. All right, let me ask you this. If Arizona had a Michael Crow as well here, 
Um, and were, there were two Michael Crows, which is a scary thought. Do you think that both of these programs? Yeah, it's a terrifying thought. Do you think <laughs> that they would be in the Big 12 uh, if you had two Michael Crows? Or do you think that they would have tried to make some kind of streaming work, Anthony Totry? I think they would have probably tried to make some streaming work. I know that Michael Crow and Ray Anderson you. at the time. They, well, look, I, I think Michael Crow and Ray Anderson at the time were, were very, very um, linked, obviously, to the, to the Pac-12. We know that Michael Crow had some sort of affinity and friendship with Larry Scott going back. Uh, but I, I think they genuinely wanted to make it work. Now, in terms of the thank you that Arizona just, State fans and Michael Crow, I don't think they do. I, I really don't think they owe him a thank you because I think at the end of the day, regardless of who started it, um, I don't think Arizona would have pulled the trigger without him. I, I genuinely don't think the Wildcats would have had the the gall to go out there and, and leave their in-state rival behind, knowing that the two markets in Tucson and Tempe, gr the greater Phoenix area, they're more valuable together than they are individually. So, I, but you I will think, you will admit though that Arizona was the driving force for this. You'll give us this. Arizona was the driving force. Yeah, but I, I don't think that it was more so a oh Arizona is the reason it got done. I think both of these sides eventually realized that it was in both their best interests to move on from the Pac-12 and the laughing stock that is George Klyovkov. All right. Now, people out here, you guys got to understand here with Twitter, and this is why I like Totri a great deal, amongst many other things. He reminds me a lot of myself. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but um, <laughs> here's what here's what Totri can do. Totri can stir the pot, but you will go on Totri's feed, and you will never find one personal insult, nothing like that. The dude takes it. He's really good at it. Back the A-Ray, our good friend. Totri is always cool when we raid the Sun Devils PHNX stream. Yes, Totri's a good dude. Go at him for his takes all he wants, because some of them are... <laughs> Um, all right. Now let's talk a little Michael Crow, my friend, uh, uh, Michael Crow. Um, where do you stand on Michael Crow? <laughs> that's, um, man, that's <laughs> a great question. That's a great question, man. My, Michael Crow is a, a very unique individual to say the least. And I think Arizona state fans are in such a, an odd position to have to have Michael Crow running things because Michael Crow in terms of a president perspective a university president i think he's a great university president i think in terms of somebody that gives any sort of shits about the athletic program um i, I think that's where it starts to hurt him and obviously right. as asu fans as asu supporters right that's obviously the the thing that they struggle with the most i think michael crow is he's taking a sweet time man he's taking a sweet time in terms of the athletic director position um but as you the trust athletic michael do you trust, Do I Michael, trust Crow? Michael Crow? I don't trust Michael Crow as far as I could throw, to be honest with you. But that's I don't I don't trust any university president. Right. Because you got to I, I don't think you get to that that spot in your career without doing some shady stuff. And, and and I think every university president probably has some skeletons in the closet. And I'm sure Michael Crow was no different. Um, it's just he happens to be in Tempe right now. And at the very least, at the very least, at least Arizona State fans can rest easy knowing that Ray Anderson is no longer the number two in that chair uh, and Michael Crow um, is going to have to pick a new one. But here's my question. Do you trust Michael Crow to make that next hire? I, is there any other choice? Is there? I mean, I think you have to. You, at, at this point, it, it's – and I don't want to get political or in any of these things, but one thing that really stuck out to me um, years and years and years ago, I, I think when, you know, one of the, one of the elections happened and everything was obviously so split, right. And there were people tearing down whoever was in office. And 
to be completely honest with you, I'm not giant into politics. I don't know a whole lot about politics. I don't really root for one side, but somebody told me why I, I don't understand when somebody's already in there, right? What's the point of tearing them down? We're all on the same team here, right? right. We're all rooting for the same sort of success. We're all playing in the same Jersey. And I think if you're an Arizona state fan, obviously you can feel the way you want about Michael Crow. You can beg and plead that the Arizona border regions do something, which is not going to happen. The Arizona border regions is not going to remove Michael Crow unless something ridiculously crazy happens. Mm-hmm. I think you just kind of have to buckle up and you got to hope that Michael Crow gets it right. And that he at some point cares about the athletic programs uh, enough to do something that the fans want. Do you think Michael Crow goes to circle K? I think he does. I think everybody goes to circle K. Do you, but Michael Crow, I mean, generally it's a higher caliber person at circle K. Do you think, so you think Michael Crow goes to circle K? Is that what you're saying? Toe tree? I think he does, man. I think he does. I think anybody look Michael Crow with the athletic athletic program may not be the greatest, but he's a bright man. He's a bright man. So when it comes to circle K, he knows exactly what to do. He's just not going to find it on his streaming app. Oh, join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. What else do we want to knock off here? Illegal Peach, Totri, you strike me as one of the cool kids in college. This is true, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, yeah. Were you, were, you, were you Greek life? I wasn't. I wasn't, but I know Shane was. Oh, I can definitely see Shane at Illegal Peach, but you've been to Illegal Peach as well. Oh, absolutely, man. Their Tempe Tucson location is amazing. Their food, phenomenal. Their drinks are phenomenal. Their customer service is top-notch as well, man. All right. Take advantage of Illegal Pete's weekly deals. Kick the Monday blues with $3 margaritas all day long or ease your way back into the week with $2 tacos every Tuesday. Do you work in healthcare or education? Take your team to lunch at Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy buy one, get one free entrees. And don't forget to unwind after a long day at a happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. All right. ASU fans like making fun of Arizona's budget shortfall or the misprojection right there. I'm leaving you into this. Here's my misprojections. Yep. Yeah. How about this? Here's my question though. ASU has more money. Why can't ASU get something better than uh, the uh, bat? Why can't the basketball arena be better than it is? It's one of the worst places in the entire conference. Totri. Come on. Yeah, no, I agree. Why? The question is why can't they? It's it's not why can't they? It's why haven't they? It's right. again, it Why goes back to they? Michael Crow. Again, that falls back to Michael Crow. Michael Crow and, and the way that the university is running things as it stands right now, there is not an emphasis on athletics. There hasn't been an emphasis on athletics as far as I can remember. Um, and I think that's why you, I mean, getting back to the whole Big 12 thing, right? That's why Arizona State was maybe lollygagging behind some of those other schools, uh, not just teams moving to the Big 12, but teams moving to the Big 10, et cetera. Like uh, it's, we know as a fan base that the arena needs a change. That if you want to go into the Big 12, you are going to need to figure it out. Otherwise, you're going to go in there with a laughing stock of a program and you're going to play in a laughing stock arena uh, and you're going to get killed night in, night out against teams like Kansas, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, Kansas State, Baylor. Like the list goes on and on. You need a new arena. Fans know you need a new arena. I think it is going to be at this point to the discretion of the new athletic director, or maybe that is my optimism thinking that the new athletic director, when that hire is made, will have at least a little bit more uh, leeway in in terms of making some actual decisions. So I think at this point, ASU fans are hopeful that whoever the next athletic director is, there is some sort of emphasis, at least in the, 
introductory press conference, some sort of hope and glimmer that Arizona State is going to get a new arena because DFA is not it, man. It hasn't been it for, for some time now. All right, let me ask you this. ASU, I've always been curious about this. ASU's got, they're in a bigger, uh, they're in a much bigger city, more local talent, obviously. Why is Arizona basketball and Arizona football headed in a different direction than ASU? I would argue, it, as it stands right now, that Arizona football and, and Arizona State football are probably closer than a lot of people think. And, and at least that's my perspective. I know the last season is what it is. Uh, Jed Fish obviously being gone. I, I don't hate the Brent Brennan hire. Um, oh, you I'm do not, hate you called him. Oh, you called him a booty call. I saw I'm that. Not, I'm not as high. I'm not as high on Brent Brennan. Uh, I think they're, they're maybe trying to rip off the whole Kenny Dillingham shtick over in Tucson. Maybe you get KD 2.0 trying to get a guy that loves the program, et cetera. I just don't think uh, a guy in Brent Brennan who's been pretty much average his entire career at San Jose State uh, is going to bring Arizona fans to where they want to be. Um, again, that's just my two cents on the whole thing. I think Kenny Dillingham is going to have this program, Arizona State, better um, than Arizona sooner rather than later. Um, in terms of basketball, it, you would admit there's a you would admit there's a great talent disparity right now between Arizona. As it stands and- right now, as it stands right now, I think Arizona is a more talented team. Um, I think the programs are on the same page to be completely honest with you. And I think it's something that I've said on the, the Sun Devil show a lot lately is obviously Arizona fans are excited and love the fact that Fafita and T-Mac are back. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that puts an enormous amount of pressure on Brent Brennan and that coaching staff to succeed immediately. Um, whereas Kenny Dillingham, when he first got to Tempe, there was no really expectation that you were going to have immediate success. Like you were on the floor. Then you have the self-imposed bull band. You're still playing with Herm's guys, right? You're a little bit late to get into the recruiting ball, like a three and nine season. And then to go get some of the recruits that they were able to get, not only in the class of 2024, but in the transfer portal. Um, I, I think the football programs are realistically a lot closer than maybe Arizona fans want to um, acknowledge. And that's totally fine. I get it. There's, there's no reason for Wildcat fans to acknowledge that the Sun Devils are, are building something. Um, in Tempe, I, I know you're not a, a giant hater when it comes to, to Kenny Dillingham. It, it's tough to I, actually, root against I think that guy. Really good dude. I think he's a really good guy. He's a builder, man. He's a builder. You know when you're playing Madden and you go to the franchise mode and you create a coach and you can have a builder, a players coach, whatever. Katie's a builder, man. Like going out there and, and just covering some of his practices and the games and the way that he functions and talking to a lot of these kids, man. Like he is a coach that you want to play for if you're a kid. And I think if you are a parent, you want your kid to go play for a dude in Kenny Dillingham, who A, is relatable, and B, is going to tell you the truth. Like some of the conversations that I have heard are, they're wild. They're wild conversations that Kenny Dillingham has had with some of these players, but he's kept it 100% real with them the entire time. Uh, And I think that is so, so rare to find in college sports. And then as it relates to basketball, man, like, look, must bust. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. So you would admit, though, that Arizona and Arizona State basketball are certainly headed in drastically different directions as we go into the Big 12. You yeah, will admit that. absolutely. Absolutely. Arizona State is headed to NIT at best. Uh, Arizona is headed to uh, a first round exit just like they are every year. Right now, does it worry you about being bottom feeders in the Big 12, Anthony Totri? Because it should. You look at that when it comes to basketball. Year. Yes. No, because we've been bottom feeders here, too. We've been bottom feeders in the Pac-12, too. So it. it 
The only thing, look, I think when it comes to this conversation, it is more so, hey, we're at the bottom. The only place you can go is up, right? right? At least that's the way that I'm looking at right. it. Like Bobby Hurley, if he goes into the next season as the, the head coach for Arizona State, then it is what it is. But I don't think there's a lot of Arizona State fans that are fully invested in this program enough from a basketball perspective to care what happens until there is success, right? right? Everybody wants to make the jokes that DFA is not packed. Everybody wants to make the jokes that Mountain America Stadium is not packed. Well, guess what? You win, they'll show up. Mullet Arena is packed every single night. That hockey program wins night in, night out. And you could say what you want about it not being a revenue sport or whatever. But if you win, we've seen it across the valley. The fans will show up. So when it comes to Arizona State basketball, at this point, once you get yourself a winner, they'll be there. So you're saying, so you're saying they're front runners up in uh, up in the valley that uh, they'll they'll uh, support you, but you need to win first, is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the Cardinals. Look at the Coyotes. Look at the Suns. Like mm-hmm. the Suns team, specifically, what five years ago was one of the worst teams in the entire NBA, and then a couple years later, they're in the the NBA Finals. You got the rally the valley call, and my goodness, you you would have sworn that Phoenix was a basketball town from its inception. But in reality, nobody was going to those Suns games when they were winning, what, 19 games? You mentioned ASU uh, uh, ASU basketball. The only way to go is up. You could say that about ASU football as well, though, Anthony Totry, based off last year. You could, but I, I think, again, as somebody who watched every single play from that season last year and, and knowing the situation that the roster had to deal with in terms of injuries, in terms of the bull ban that happened, what, three days before the very first game of the season. Like that team was dealt a a, a completely awful hand. Um, And that's to no fault of the kids on the team. That's to no fault of Kenny Dillingham. That's to no fault of the fans. And that's to the fault of Herm Edwards and Ray Anderson uh, and Michael Crow. And and I think that was absolutely a – a just ridiculous situation that last year's team had to deal with. And if you're an ASU fan, you watched those games. You oh, saw the the injuries. You saw everything that transpired. You saw uh, a team that was had, what, a national championship contender in Washington on the ropes for three quarters. And if it's not for a Trenton Borgay, Tucson native pick six. Miranda native. About, Miranda, it's different. T- They'll tell you it's different. Come on, Tony. We're talking about Arizona State keeping Washington out of the college football playoff. like. You, you see those moments. You see Arizona State running the swinging gate and beating an AP top 25 team in UCLA. That was great. <laughs> like, you, you got to believe in that coaching staff that they're doing these little things here and there and that eventually they'll find a way to win. Um, and I think there is going to be a drastic jump in year two, um, not just from the coaches, but I absolutely love the players that KD was able to go get from the portal. All right, short bus. You're making fun of me. I will not get rid of this hat. I lost this hat for a week. <laughs> And I had to come on the show without the hat, and I felt naked. I will not get rid of the hat. I appreciate the super snap, though. $1.99 super snap. Thank you. Appreciate this. Um, all right. Totri. Arizona, Arizona Athletics is known for basketball nationally. Absolutely. What is Arizona State Athletics known for? Ooh, what is Arizona State Athletics known for? This, this, I'm gonna take a turn. And I think, you know, there's probably Hockey? gonna be some people. It's not necessarily just hockey. I I think when it comes to Arizona State athletics from a full athletic department standpoint, you're talking about a a university that's known for being able to 
when it comes to Olympic sports to go out there and succeed. And that may not mean a whole lot to a lot of people, but as somebody who talks to these athletes, covers these athletes, has talked to their parents, like ASU Swim and Dive year over year is one of the best programs in the nation. Hockey, getting a new arena, getting into be into what realistically is the SEC conference of hockey, of collegiate hockey next season is going to be absolutely ridiculous and says a whole lot about what that program is. ASU wrestling year over year is a top 10 program. ASU, ASU golf, ASU triathlon. Like, yes, all of these other sports that aren't making money are national championship contenders year over year. That's what Arizona State is known for. Now, if you want to talk about the revenue sports, you want to talk about football, you want to talk about basketball, you want to talk about baseball. Well, baseball historically has been one of the best in all of college sports. As has so, Arizona. I know Arizona's got some more recent success with that. But again, you got to believe that Willie Bloomquist and company are going to get things figured out, hopefully moving forward. And when it comes to the basketball program, man, like they've always been number two in the state. They've always been number two to the Arizona Wildcats when it comes to collegiate basketball. I don't see that changing. But when it comes to ASU football, I think, again, this program is knocking on the door of something real special. And if you don't believe me, just look at everything as it goes on, the trends, right? Mike Norvell, how many years did it take for him to figure it out at Florida State, a program that wasn't doing a whole hell of a lot before he got there? Dan Lanning at Oregon. I know Oregon is a little bit of a different beast. They've got the brand. They've got the history of success, whatever. But when it comes to the type of coach that Kenny Dillingham is and when it comes down to building something, I think the trend of hiring a younger coach that has a tie to the university is going to be what you start to see in college athletics, not just college football. Look at Brent Brennan, look at UCLA's hire that they just made the other day with their new head coach because coaches are moving on so quickly. Chip Kelly taking a downgrade from the head coach to be an OC at big, in the Big Ten, the Boston College head coach going to be the DC for the Green Bay Packers. There's a trend in college sports. Head coaches don't want to be head coaches anymore, right? So you've got to you've got to see the trend, and I think Arizona State was on top of that um, sooner than most people. How much would you kill to have Noah Fafita as your quarterback for the next three years? How much would I kill to have Noah Fafita as my I mean, quarterback? What would know, you man. kill to have? What would you? Kill I, to I have just Noah? I'm I'm not giant on smaller quarterbacks, man. That's just me. I just yeah, I, but it is what I it mean, is. I think on, he's man. a talented I mean, kid. I think he's a talented. You'd rather kid. have Jaden Rashada than Noah Fafita. Would I rather have Jaden Rashada or Noah Fafita right Say now? It. I think I probably would have Jaden Rashada. I think I would rather have Jaden Rashada than Noah Fafita, man. I know Noah Fafita is a talented kid, um, and I wish him all, all the best, but I think Jaden Rashada, I think he's got a higher ceiling, to be honest with you, with the intangibles that he has. Uh, the arm talent is absolutely ridiculous. He's got a cannon of an arm. And I love the fact that this is a kid that his dad went to Arizona State, right? His dad played at Arizona State. He's got the whole legacy ties. He's got, again, the intangibles. He's a bigger, stronger quarterback than Noah Fafita is and can ever be. But so if he figures it out, that doesn't mean he's a if better. He figures, no, no, but I think he's got a higher ceiling. I think he's got Noah a higher Fafita ceiling. He was the best freshman Noah. quarterback in the country past year, Anthony Toad. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we're talking about, again, a higher ceiling, I think Jaden Rashada can be a better quarterback than Noah Fafita can be. Right now, Noah Fafita is the better quarterback, hands down. You can't even argue that. There's no numbers, there's no tape that you can turn on. That's going to tell you that Jaden Rashada should be winning that argument anytime, any day of the week. But I'm sitting here telling you that Jaden Rashada has the intangibles. If both of these guys were to reach the peak of the mountain, 
I think Jane Rashada's peak is probably a little higher than Nelson Peters. Hey, if you need another quarterback, JDL's still available. Would you like him? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Arizona Lottery. Look at Totri. Totri obviously is living in lavish. I like that background. <laughs> uh, have you? Do you know anybody, Anthony Totri, that has won the Arizona Lottery? Um, not that has won the Arizona Lottery, but when we did those holiday scratchers, I mm. bought about 20 of those for my dad, stuffed them in his, his Christmas stockings, and he loved them. Now, did has your dad so your dad hasn't won the Arizona lottery though? Not the lottery, no. All right. Well, either way, check out the Arizona lottery, my friends. Arizona lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes, it's also about giving back to the community, just like Anthony Totri is. Visit AZ Adventure for more details on uh, uh or excuse me, for more information on how you can take an adventure for a chance to win one million in cash prizes and what else? Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Totri, you live up there. Have you been to Gila River Resorts and Casinos? I have, man. It is awesome. It is absolutely yeah. awesome. I know I'm going to Vegas this weekend, but if you're looking for a casino right here in the Valley, Gila River Resorts and Casinos, nobody does it better. All right. Check it out. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They got the cool little wave on the side, too. I saw that. All right. Uh, let's see. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit PlayHila.com for more details. All right. Let's talk about Eric Musselman for a second. That's my let's guy, Eric Musselman. That would be... Listen, ASU basketball will never be relevant, but I will say this. <laughs> I would very much enjoy watching Muss at pressers. You would like it even more because you would you could take bets with everybody out there. Is he going to take his shirt off? What is he going to do? Muss bus in ASU would be all kinds of fun. Oh, yeah. Look, what, what, what do we start off this show talking about when it comes to ASU basketball, right? I'm tired of the narrative that Arizona State basketball will never be better than what they are right now, right, with Bobby Hurley. I think that's a lazy argument. I think it's a lazy take, and I think Arizona State, if you were to hire, hire must bust, then I think it is night and day. And he reminds me just from a coaching perspective. I, I used to cover uh, Mike Bray over at Notre Dame and, and the type of guy that just has mm -hmm. that – he's a character, right? Right. Like, must bust, he's a character. And right. I think if you were to get him in Tempe alongside coaches like uh, Greg Powers, or Bob Bowman, or Kenny Dillingham um, – I think it would just it would really revitalize the Arizona State basketball community. Here's what everybody says though about Muss that I don't. Uh, they're sort of like, well, you know, Muss, uh, his whole thing is NIL. ASU doesn't have great NIL. Here's all you have to do. A Muss has to do. He's just got to lie. He only brings in players. <laughs> he only brings in players for one year. Just tell him you'll get the NIL after this year, and then they move on. That's the <laughs> dude. Problem solved. I am hiring your coach, and I am giving you the out for the NIL. Beautiful, beautiful. So when things go sideways, we can uh, be sure to put it on Mike Luke, right? I was just going to say, blame the PHNX underscore Wildcats podcast. There I mean, that's, kinda, that's kind of where we're at. Um, all right. Now, let me ask you this, though. Um, and this is one that I've always been curious about. Eric Phoenix has, outside of maybe four or five cities, probably the most local talent in the entire, uh, in the entire country. Mm -hmm. Why can't ASU keep 20 or 25% of that home, because if you did, you'd be a real problem nationally. We wouldn't like well, that. The question is, why couldn't they? Not why can't they? Because I think, why couldn't they? They had a guy over the last, what, four or five years in Herm Edwards who simply didn't know how to recruit. He was a senile old man who was a bad football coach in the NFL. He wasn't a great football player, period. By the way, I like, him pretending, that he recruited, I like him pretending that he He's recruited Brock Yeah, He's just lying straight through his teeth on national television and on Twitter and whatever. That's why. Herm Edwards couldn't recruit, period. Antonio right. Pierce, when he was here, now, mind you, I, I understand the whole NCAA violations and all that lovely stuff. He was able to recruit while he was here. I think with the staff that you have in place now, 
right? And you know it. You know when it comes to the actual recruiting cycle, the way KD was hired the very first time didn't give him enough full time for that class of 2023. A year is not enough time to build relationships in the class of 2024. The class of 2025 is really the class that you are going to judge. The very first full recruiting cycle, in my mind, that Kenny Dillingham uh, and company are going to really, really step it up and, and keep some of these kids locally home. And it's not necessarily just recruiting the kids right out of high school. Arizona State, they got Cole Martin from Oregon. Cole Martin was the number one cornerback in the state of Arizona in the class of 2023. Yeah, but I'm going not talking to be... about retreads. I'm talking about players out of high school. Come on. Yeah, it's still it's still Arizona recruits. It's still Arizona kids, right? They're just on vacation for a year, and then they want to come play at Arizona State, right? Have you ever left the Valley, right? Have you lived somewhere else? No, I would, I would never live in the Valley. I hate Phoenix. Why would I live in the Valley? Okay, but if you leave the state of Arizona, period, then you understand that coming back, there's there's an allure to coming back to Arizona, whether that be Tucson, whether that be Tempe, like people want to come back to the state of Arizona. So again, they in the past haven't been able to recruit the state of Arizona very well. But moving forward, I think there is something to be seen for Arizona State, again, trying to nail down some of these top level recruits in the state of Arizona. Class of 2025 is where they're going to be judged, not the last two classes. All right, now you look at, all right, so, but here's my question. Does it really count, though, if you bring back a player that didn't is only coming back because he didn't play at that school? I think so. It was a year. Cole Martin played at Oregon as a true freshman. Again, the number one cornerback in the class of 2023 in the state of Arizona. He's going to be your starting nickel for the Arizona State Sun Devils, right? How many, like, how many, how many wins next year for ASU, Totri? How many wins? In a Sun perfect Devils? world? In a perfect right, world? If you're on the talking... MGM Sportsbook app, how many wins is Totri putting if he's the line maker? If I'm the line maker, five and a half is probably what I'm putting the line at. All right. What do you put the line five at for Arizona? Half. What do you put the line at for Arizona? Uh, what's their non-conference? I haven't seen the Wildcats non-conference. Okay. So you've got, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head now. Um, you got I know New they Mac have, they have a big 12 opponent that's in non-conference plays at Kansas oh, yeah, State that pull, they play. I should know this. Hold on. Pulling this up. Just a second. Arizona football schedule. You got it. You obviously got the, you've got the, blah, 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 blah. hold on, hold on, hold on. It's all just Jed Fish stuff right here. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Yo, yeah. You want to talk about Jed Fish? Yeah. Bring it up, dude. You, you come at me. I've been asking you all kinds of questions. You come at me. All right. Oh my here, goodness. I'm going to read. Oh, by the way, one thing that we can unite on is the Colorado fans. Yes. <laughs> God. Yes, my goodness. We do need to. Right, we, we got Kansas State, Northern Arizona. We got Kansas State, Northern Arizona. Kansas State counts as the uh, out of conference game, even though I'm not sure exactly. Uh, or that's because it was scheduled earlier. And then NAU, New Mexico, NAU, New Mexico, and Kansas State is your out of conference. I'm probably putting Arizona's win total at about seven and a half or eight and a half. Right. Um, I got it. All right. It's eight, I, and a, eight and a half. I'm taking the under. Seven and a half. I can live with this team potentially taking eight, but I think they're probably more of a seven win team. All right, Totri, come at me. What do you got for me, man? Make talk some I Arizona. Mean, I'm I'm just curious to to get your thoughts on the entire the the money situation with the Arizona Wildcats. Like, where'd the money go? Where like who lost it? Like, I I think the the situation going on with the the university and, and the finances is something that Arizona State fans specifically they may not know a whole lot about, but. They're definitely poking fun and laughing, man. All right, I get it. I get it. Listen, 
Bobby Robbins, I have a love-hate relationship with the president of the United or the president of the United States, the president of the University <laughs> of Arizona, because he likes sports. And you know when you're covering uh, it really would it really would help if Michael Crow likes sports. Bobby Robbins likes sports. Bobby Robbins has also done some really dumb things. Um, first of all, bringing in every kid that can't get, or get into UC Davis and then essentially giving him a 70% off to come to Arizona, not a good idea. His online school, not a good idea. As far as most of his academic, now again, he did the spaceship thing. That's that's pretty cool. Um, but uh, And he was pretty cool. He's good with COVID. But overall, he's made some really, really boneheaded financial decisions. And yeah. on top of that, he threw my guy Dave under the bus, which I will never forgive him for. Um, the athletic department is such a small uh, a percentage of what's going on here. And the athletic department, I don't know if anybody knows, is good right now. Their sports are good. And so getting rid of Dave and then moving a couple people around, I will never forgive him for that. Um, but that's essentially what happened. He made a ton of miscalculations, and uh, the online school was an absolute killer, like I said. And just allowing yeah. kids that uh, should, you know, that shouldn't be here on a scholarship to come in. And, you know, the faculty doesn't want him there. But what he's also been able to do is he's been able to get um, – pretty much all of the big donors in his corner. So he's going to somehow survive this when in actuality, he probably shouldn't survive this. Um, he's yeah. a, uh, uh, like I said, he's a, he's a lightning rod, but I guess I'll take him because he likes sports. He makes my job easier. Short bus with a mean remark. Mean <laughs> remark. I haven't seen Mike this excited since he got a new train for Christmas. Totri making his show relevant again. Here's more money for the pores. Four ninety nine super snap short bus. We appreciate you. We will take all of this. That's circle well, K money right there. And uh, uh, Tyler Warden, Mr. Tyler Warden. Great name, by the way. Um, we give way too much scholarship money to way too many kids. Exactly. We're just handing out money. Totri was there stupid. There it you is. Know? Look, I, I, am, I am curious from your perspective with the, the Brent Brennan hire. I know Jetfish did what he did and accomplished what he accomplished in Tucson. But do you believe, do you genuinely believe, camera off, lights off, mic out of your face? Nobody's like, you, watching you believe, anyway. Who cares? You, you believe Brent Brennan's the guy? You, you think he makes you the University of Arizona better than Arizona State with Kenny Dillingham? Yeah, because he retains the roster, and I think when you win, I think it's easier to recruit that way. I mean, listen, Totra, joking aside, um, Arizona's probably going to be a nine-win team. I know you put it at seven. They're probably going to be a nine- or a ten-win team. They're going to be on the short. Uh, I'm also the short bus to win the pack or the big 12. Um, it's a loaded roster. Offensively, it's absolutely loaded. Um, but we're going to find out if he can recruit or not. I think given the situation um, with the way Fish left, the fact that he was able to retain the roster – um, we'll find out. Like I said, um, I get it. It's not a sexy hire. I totally get that. But I do think that he's going to be, I think he was a good hire given everything that was, uh, that occurred. I do not like the booty call reference, Anthony. Tony. Well, look, and, and look, we, we talked about the, the whole situation. We were retaining Fafita, T-Max, some of those other players on the team. How much of that was Brent Brennan and how much of that was these kids feeling like, A, they can win at Arizona and B, the NIL money that was tossed to him after the whole Jetfish situation. And again, bringing it back to Jetfish, how many of them just wanted to prove Jetfish wrong that they could stay here? None of that having to do with Brent Brennan himself. Brent Brennan, to me, looks like a pawn in this entire game. You know what? Uh, you know what? I think a lot of it was they wanted to do something here at Arizona with a favorite phrase of us down here. Can you finish this phrase, Anthony Totry? You want me to finish the phrase? I can't do it, man. I can't. Come on, just do it, dude. Hashtag. I hashtag can't. it. Come I on. can't. I, oh, I can't, man. I can't you do can't? it. 
Why do uh-uh. why do you why do you think they stayed? Do you think they stayed to back something? I, I just I, I know you're you're fishing, you're reeling. Come on, man. I'm don't not, get off. I'm fishing. not getting hooked on it. I can't. I can't do it, man. That clip, that clip lasts online forever. I yeah, can't and I will not. I was that was probably my best. Uh, they wanted to hashtag back the A, back the A, baby. Yes, exactly. That's it. All right, Toad Tree. Now, BetMGM Sportsbook app. You got any uh, got any good bets going on? You strike me as somebody that's pretty good with your bets. Look, man, there was I was looking at this last night, right? And I think in terms of the NBA, there's some really, really solid bets tonight specifically. People might think I'm a little bit insane with this one because it's a bad team. I love the Trailblazers plus nine tonight at home against the Timberwolves. Timberwolves on a back-to-back. The T-Wolves just played their win last out. night. Big win last night over the other, what, number one team in the West and the Clippers. This looks like a perfect, perfect spot for the Trailblazers to win. And then, like I said, I'm way more comfortable with them at least covering tonight against the Timberwolves. All right, now, if you think the Toe Tree's a smart guy, take that bet. If you think he's an idiot, go <laughs> against him. Either way, I know the feeling. All right, sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. You'll receive $150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your shows or of the wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details. Um, now, let's see here. So that's your, par- that's your parlay pick. You like that as well, Toe Tree? I, I like Trailblazers plus nine, and then I... I also like the Kings plus five against the uh, against the Suns. I just don't like the way that the Suns bigs match up against Demonis Sabonis. I just don't like it. So parlay those two. I think that's a, that's a juicy parlay for sure. You might as well say back the A. The Rashad over Fafita clip will be looped as a worse way. Come on, Toe Tree. Come on, come on. Can't we do won't it, man. Put the Fafita, Can't do it. We won't put the Fafita or uh, Rashad clip out if you say hashtag back the A. How I'll about make this? you. I make. I'll make you a deal. How about how about next year's territorial cup for the football team? We 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 put a little bit uh, a little bit on the line. Maybe maybe for an entire week, I'll I'll rock a a, a back the blank shirt, mm-hmm. and then if Arizona State wins that game, maybe you rock a different Arizona State shirt every single day. I got a better game. idea for you because I don't want to wait that long. How about I'll give you the home court <laughs> advantage because everybody knows going into Desert Financial Credit Union that is a I mean that's like going into Cameron. That is not an <laughs> easy place to play. How about this? Straight up bet Arizona and ASU, my friend. Um, and the uh, lo- the loser has to essentially just say the other favorite phrase of the other uh, person. How about that? Uh, you're talking. You're talking basketball. Well, I mean, I don't think the football team plays their desert financial. Maybe <laughs> are, are you are you giving are you giving me a spread here? Or are you just giving me straight no, up? Money it's at home. Here? I'm giving you. I'm not. I'm not saying this week. I'm giving you at home, Anthony Totry. Okay. I'll do it for the phrase. I'll do it for All the right. phrase. All right. All right. Everybody out there, toe tree. And uh, yes, there it is. There it is. Keep in mind, it's at Desert Financial, so it's not going to be easy. Sharon, she says, don't do it. No, he did it. That's why toe tree is the man. All right. Um, all right. Give us a prediction, though, for Arizona ASU. I know you said that you thought Arizona State was going to win by how much this week, Anthony toe tree? I think if Arizona State wins, that this is a, a tight game. I think if the Sun Devils are able to get it done against the Wildcats this coming week, then I think it's probably like a, a 71-69 game. So you're picking ASU 71-69 over yeah. the Cats. Give me give me Arizona State, 71-69. Frank right, Collins Tocher. with a, a finger roll layup as time expires. All right, Totri. Where can they find Totri doing all of his work? I know that you're are you are you doing the show from home today? 
Yeah, I'll be doing the show right here at noon. We're going to actually be doing, uh, it's our tier list Tuesday. So we are going to be tier ranking the rivalries in the Big 12. So see where uh, the Territorial Cup ranks uh, among some of those Big 12 rivalries. That'll be live at noon. All right. By the way, we got to make fun of something we definitely agree on. Have you ever seen a more sensitive fan base than the Colorado football fan base? No. No, Holy no. Have you seen God. Game of Thrones? Have you watched Game of Thrones, Mike? I have watched Game of Thrones. So you're familiar with the White Walkers? Yes, I knew where you were yeah, going. That, that is exactly what the Colorado fan base is. And Dion, Coach Prime Sanders, he's the Night King, man. All he's got to do is lift his fingers right. with his prime shades on, and immediately you've got an army of lunatic, crazy buff fans that are going to come at you every which way for some reason. I don't know. Again, this is a program that is – you want to talk about – a. a They've never been good at anything. They haven't been good at anything in 30 years. They're destined to fail. They are destined to fail for sure with the recruiting classes, with the coaching. Like it's, it's bad. It's bad. And I think you're going to look back at this 10 years from now when it's all said and done. And people are going to be like, what the actual hell was everybody in Boulder so damn excited about? Yep. You know what? We're keeping receipts. We're keeping receipts. Well, we don't need to get, we don't need to get started on this, but all right. Totree, I told everybody out there, Totree's a beast. Um, follow him on Twitter. Go uh, go make fun of his takes on uh, on his show. <laughs> Totree, you're the beast. You're a beast, though, man. I really appreciate you as always, bud. Thanks for having me on, man. I really do appreciate it. All right. He's great, Anthony. Totree, I'm merely Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 